My name is Latham Zirfas. I am an artist and cultural organizer, and this is what Chicago sounds like. So my day job is I'm a cultural liaison for the Chicago Park District. I get to support some of our parks with um, their arts and cultural programming. First of all, there are over 600 parks in Chicago. The theory is that every Chicagoan is a 10 minute walk away from a park. 200 of those parks or so um, have buildings on them. And of those, 15 of them are identified as cultural centers. And so there are um, eight of them on the south side, there are four on the west side, and there are three on the north side. And I work with a small but mighty team, and we support those 15 cultural centers and their staff and supervisors with um, building out cultural programming, um, amplifying it, and then bringing in partnerships. I am an artist and I work mostly with video and sound and I also have a conceptual sculptural practice. So I moved here to go to Columbia College for a while, but I entered into, this was like 2001, and I went into like a kind of like a commercial narrative filmmaking program and I felt really alienated by it culturally. So I was looking at moving from taking these core classes into starting to collaborate with all of these people and I just was like, I don't think this is the right program for me. <laughs> um, so I dropped out of school and I kind of just futzed around and I was in a band and then I needed a job and I was really struggling to find work. And so I ended up having a friend that worked at Planned Parenthood. And so I took a job at Planned Parenthood and I worked at an abortion clinic for six years. But the first half of that, I think, really opened up a lot for me in terms of my understanding of what it means to make choices, right? Like what it means to make hard choices and to pick a life path. And so coming into that clarity, I think also opened up space for me to really revisit my desire to be an artist and to make art. And so I put a portfolio together and I went back to school at the Art Institute and I had a really great time. I was, um, you know, an older undergrad. I was like 26 and then I graduated. And so I went immediately into grad school um, at UIC, which is also a really, really rich time. And I think what I learned in my early time was the subjects I was really interested in really had to do with this idea of the universal versus the specific or thinking about the collective versus the individual and finding the kind of really exciting spaces of tension um, between them. I think I'm really interested in and invested in identity politics, but I also see so many flaws in the way that they function and work. And I'm really excited by exploring the messy areas between like who, where our desires kind of lead us and then who we need to present ourselves as to the outside world, especially to gain power. As I've been making sculptural work more frequently, that work has really shifted to have an ecological focus or framework, making sculptural work that is intended to degrade and return to the earth as it were. So using a lot of recycled, repurposed, or just organic materials that can slowly degrade and become something else over time and eventually maybe even disappear. In the video work and the, and the sound work and the sculptural work that I do is just change, like change as a constant, but also change as like a really exciting space of discovery and discomfort and also where I think the juiciest stuff of life happens. I've been really thinking about death, not necessarily as a thing that has to be so laden with meaning, but actually can have, can actually make so much possible. Like, like when we think about 
a notion like sustainability, I think the first thing that comes to mind is something continuing forever and ever and ever. But actually what also needs to be part of that is that things need to die. Things need to die and compost and return to the earth so that new things can kind of emerge, um, new ideas, new presence, new energies can kind of come forward. What happens for a, a species to sustain is that, right? We need the old to sort of fade away and we need to take as much knowledge from them as they go. And then the young carry forward and kind of put their spin on it and so forth. So I make work that's kind of about that tug between personal desire and collective identity and the changes that happen and, and how we navigate them. Every piece that I make is different from the one before it. In the last year and a half or so, I made an installation that, for a show that was about mutual aid, basically, sort of about collective care. And I do a lot of work that's around mutual aid, but I was invited as an artist. So I, what I wanted to do for that show was create a space that would be restful because I was like, oh, this is a lot of busy people doing volunteer work. And then the, all of their friends who are also probably doing volunteer work are going to come and see the show. What is like a nice space that I can offer where they can like kind of take a little bit of a break, but still have something uh, meaningful and artistic happen, not just let people totally check out, but rather create a space of digestion for all the other things that are happening in the in the space and, and therefore also in the world, because a lot of it is also about you know, suffering, right? Uh, mutual aid is a response to suffering. I created this environment which had this like plush carpet I went to my parents' house in Ohio and my dad and I cut up a dead tree and we made these stumps that people could sit on. And then there was a video of, of clouds and a blue sky. And then tucked into the logs were these subwoofers and I had a soundtrack that I recorded right behind my house of like a train passing by. Kind of sounds like the ocean or something. My name is Latham Zirfoss. I am an artist and cultural organizer, and this is what Chicago sounds like. Also, I made a piece February of 2023 called Stalagmite Creamsicles, and it's basically ice sculptures that are pigmented with natural coloring, like hibiscus and turmeric and conical shapes. These cones are filled with water and these pigmenting agents, and then some native seeds, and they are frozen in my backyard, and then I get to install them. And then as the weather warms, they start to melt. But in the interim, they create a kind of kind of like fantastical, slightly uncanny valley moment where people see basically an upside down icicle that's brightly colored in the winter, which can feel so gray um, and drab. But also they have a function, which is that they melt and all of these like nutrient rich water with these native seeds kind of scatter into the earth. And seeds that are native to Illinois actually require, most of them require a freezing period as part of their germination. So when the sculptures melt, all that water has the frozen seeds inside it scatter. So it's a really nice part of their cycle. And I think it also reminds us of the urgency of, of climate change and the moment. And so part of what I was hoping to do with that project was to bring a little magical sort of celebratory moment um, that really uplifted like the powerful part that winter plays in our sort of daily lives, in our ecology. I 
think I identify more as a community organizer than an activist. I really love bringing people together. I came from a really rural place, which is very conservative. And I grew up as like a queer person in a place that was not queer. <laughs> uh, and so for whatever reason, that really impressed upon me what it means to be an outsider. And also, I think I really early on had an analysis that the reason I was like bullied was not necessarily because I was queer, but because I was feminine. And that for me created a real clear link to feminism. And I think also growing up having friends of color, particularly having black friends in a place that felt really hostile and racist, I think that also became really clear to me that this was a something that I had a role in. You know, I think then I thought screaming at racist people was like doing the work. And, and now I think having conversations as a white person with racist people and trying to call them in um, where possible is the work. So it just has a very different contour. But I think it comes from the same place, which is maybe a little cliche, but it's just like just kind of caring about humanity <laughs> and really wanting um, people to see each other's humanity. For many years, I worked on a queer party called Chances. I did that for about a decade. A little bit before I stopped doing Chances, I started doing a project called Make Yourself Useful, which was another collective project, very informal, made up of white folks trying to understand their, their role um, in white supremacy and also how to move against it. And then in 2020, you know, we moved to McKinley Park in 2018. And then when the pandemic hit, we became aware of some folks in the neighborhood that were working to support neighbors in need. And so my partner and I got involved and we got to support folks through a mutual aid framework. And what that really means is people coming together as a community to meet their own needs. I think Chicago has such a collective, collaborative, experimental, and DIY kind of energy. And I think it has the whole time I've lived here. And I think I am a very collaborative person by nature, both in my creative practice, but also in my professional work um, and in my community organizing. That's what community organizing is, is like bringing people together to create something that's bigger than the sum of its parts. And so I love collaboration. I love working um, with people. I love especially working with people who are in a different field or have a different knowledge base or have a different identity than me or all of the above. And I have found Chicago to be, and Chicago wins, to be so game for that and really generous. My name is Latham Zierfoss. I am an artist and cultural organizer. And this is what Chicago sounds like. <laughs>